So I think I have some explaining to do. Uh, there was no episode last week, and I take full and total responsibility for it. Um, I expected that a place that you stay while on vacation in the year 2020 of our Lord, of our Savior, of uh, whatever you want it to be, um, I would expect that a place would have Wi-Fi. And to their credit, they did. There was a signal. It just didn't do anything. Um, no internet, essentially the entire weekend, which was a different, a different experience. You know, at least the phones worked um, not completely out in the open, but apologize to all the listeners out there. I know we got some complaints, some heat for it. Some people say their weeks were ruined, which I get, I get when we're, you know, such a powerhouse podcast and we've got a lot of great things to say and a lot of good things for people to hear. I understand that it, it can ruin some weeks, and for that, I apologize. People are hungry, you know? we we got to yeah. keep them satiated, and you blew it. I blew it. I blew it. I can't. There's there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I blew it. My bad. My mistake. And, uh, you know, we'll, I'll do a better job of uh, alerting the people when things like that happen. Um, but that's really all I have to say on that. Let's get down to uh, brass tacks. Um, and on brass tacks, why is the term brass tacks? Where does that where does that come from? So, uh, it, you know, it actually is brass tacks. T a c k s. Did you know that? Not x. I, no, x. no, I did not. I thought it you was. You would have thought it was x, right? Right. Right. Like brass taxes wrong it's brass tacks and there's a couple of different theories the main one seemingly is that uh back in the day in the 1800s in texas uh the practice of adorning one's gun stock with brass tacks uh was a way to tally your kill count (laughs) what essentially yes so that was uh, let's get down to brass tacks. Let's let's count your shit. Let's see how let's see how big of a man you are. How many people have you killed, motherfucker? I'm surprised that that has like become a synonym to let's get down to business. Brass because it, apparently it doesn't rust. That's one of like three theories here. Another one being uh, brass tacks in a hardware store or a tailor was used to measure cloth and precise units. Um, well, the last gonna... one being using brass tacks to spell out the initials of the deceased on the top of their coffin. Yeah. I'm going to definitely go with it's the gun one, right? It is. It's, it it's is assuredly good. that one. Yeah. There's th- the other theories are only to make the, uh, the slogan not seem so harsh it's a yeah, fucking, yeah yeah um kind of on that note though is like aunt jemima and uncle ben um are changing their names rebranding which i think is good i essentially aunt jemima is taken from a mammy character which was essentially um a character done back in the day too of a house slave so to speak um so i think it's probably good that you're taking that off of aunt jemima's syrup it's not not exactly flattering and my point my main point on all of these it's like all right we get it 
like it it should it shouldn't be that like it that shouldn't be a thing but you're only doing it now because there's all these protests like you should have realized you shouldn't just be like oh we're changing this we're so progressive it should be like what the fuck is wrong with you for not changing this sooner like I agree, but the only but they have to change it now. Imagine if they didn't change it now; it would be more of an outrage. That's the thing. And Uncle Ben, same thing. Uncle um, Ben, fucking, I do. Uh, I think Mrs. Butterworth maybe in the same boat. Really? I mean, I I, Mrs. Butterworth, you can say. I don't think Mrs. Butterworth has a. Uh, I could be wrong. Um, I mean, you might be right. I mean, you know, and then people on the fucking right are going to say like, what's next Klondike bars. Well, actually on that note, uh, Eskimo pies is changing too. Somewhat surprising ah, there. Somewhat surprised. I don't think, uh, uh, I would say a delicious treat. I would like to be akin to a delicious treat. Right? Is that but a bad I, thing? Is that a bad thing? I mean, they're changing, they're changing people? it. I would say that's the one that I probably have the most, not even, I don't care, whatever. Do you know what's the one dessert, the one treat, the one sweet treat that they can't change the name of? You're gonna say Klondike bar, black and white cookie. You can't right. change no, the black, the black and white. Cookie. We need the black and white cookie now this, more than yes. ever. Exactly, it is the combination yeah. of the two cookies coming together in one delicious bite. That is uh, true. That is true. Uh, as a form of harmony, and it's the, one of the it best is. cookies out there. It is a great cookie. Honestly, you don't see them as much as you should for how good they are. I, I feel like it's a big holiday cookie. It's a big yeah, holiday. That's cookie. true. That is true. Yeah. It is. You you gotta you don't want to have it all the time. You gotta no, take it out for special yeah, occasions. Exactly, because it's so good. Yeah. You don't want to ruin it's, that. Right, right. You would just over have it, and then it's like, ah, oh, this really isn't. I've had too much, and then it ruins it. It's like listening to a song too many times. Yeah, just but really I do that. Oh it. man, with songs, I do that. If I find a song I like, I fucking burn into the ground. In about two yeah. weeks, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, back when gyms were open, I would do that for sure at the gym. I would just uh-huh. like play it play like a, a song radio and then just, just just started going back to the gym really you're just okay. started. the gyms were open here may 1st but i didn't have the courage or the gumption to go back until last friday so what eight days ago now was my last or my first day back so i've been back nice. three times now my plan is i'll just go two days a week right now just lift and do whatever yeah uh, it's been fine no issues good good i was um Hoping to get back soon. Hoping to get back soon. I feel not great. Like I thought I was doing good. I was like I was doing a bunch of body weight stuff, just push ups and pull ups, really, and squats and whatever. And I was like, oh, this is you know, this is this is keeping me in shape a little bit. It's kicking my ass, man. I've been so sore this week. It's like just yeah. a totally different fucking ball game. It's mm-hmm. crazy. It really is. I haven't really been doing anything strength related, which is bad. I I feel it. I feel weak. Oh, uh, also, speaking of my my triathlon tracking, right? signed up for an Olympic distance triathlon in September, late September. Wow. Wow. So we'll be doing that. It's not horrible. It's it's a one-mile swim. It's just under a mile, 1,500-meter swim, uh, 20-25-mile bike, six-mile run. Damn, that's good. That's good. That is – that's legit. That's legit. I think I the think biggest, that, right? That doesn't sound horrible. No, no, that sounds. I mean, that's not that bad. How long was the swim? The biggest thing is like just under a mile, fifteen hundred meters. I believe sixteen hundred meters is a mile. Um, that's gonna be the, that would be the hard part for me. I, I think the thing swim. is, it's just the form. If you can get the form down so that you're energy efficient on the swim, you're golden. Yeah, the rest of it, I 
I wouldn't honestly be that concerned about. I mean, I could rep out six miles running in like my sleep. That's you know what my biggest concern is. I just just figured it out today. Uh, That this is taking place in Malibu, California, and the the swim is in the Pacific Ocean, and the 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 salt water, and then the the uh, the chafing thereafter. I think I'm going to have serious chafing, dude. Yeah, you're gonna have all that salt on you. You're gonna be like, Vaseline up. I'm gonna be like a fucking human stick of butter before I get out there. That's my goal. Yeah. Are you? uh, Are you? I would be concerned about sharks. No, I'm not. That's what my girlfriend mentioned that too. I think there's gonna be so many people there. Then I'm sure they're gonna have kayak kayakers out paddling, like watching everybody. Yeah, wave runners or something. So I'm not really concerned about it. That's a good point. I just think, I mean, like you've seen in some of the cities, especially when lockdown was a little bit more prevalent, the animals kind of taking back over um, the land. So that was, I know that's a concern for a lot of, for some lifeguards out there, specifically in Cape Cod. Um, Lifeguards are a little bit concerned about the need to police people wearing masks and stuff. And they also need to watch out for sharks, obviously. And they're just concerned that they're going to be stretched too thin. I mean, obviously these are mostly like what college kids for the most part. Yeah, and sure. they're being like, I mean, it, they're not expecting when you take the job of lifeguard to like have to enforce social distancing rules while also watching people drowning while also watching for other dangers in the water. Like it is a it's a tall task. Oh, it's I mean, tall. I, they got to get a guy. They just need a, a helicopter out there all day. Well, that you know, the money, though, I mean, do, do you, oh, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't think it's feasible money wise. I'm just saying that's what it would take. Yeah, just to be, well, you just need someone on Shark Watch. If you got a guy on Shark Watch, you're good. Yeah, I think. What well, if they just had a drone? How about this? How about they could just get a drone out there and just have one guy staring at the drone screen all day? The drone. Well, if the drone could have auto shark detection technology. Oh, so yeah, how about that? Even better. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, just, that's that should be invented. Another invention that should be a thing that I uh, I, I can't believe that it hasn't been try it i mean maybe it's been tried but i just doubt it because i haven't heard anything about it so football helmets right you've uh, have you worn a football helmet uh, in your life at all so a lot of the more modern ones they have like a nice gel on the inside to make it a little bit more comfortable and probably a little bit more safe i think you should have the gel on the outside of the helmet as well so it's not just this hard plastic thing just destroying people so you don't have that as hard of compact just mutilating people's brains i think with a soft shell so what you have is gel, hard plastic. You just have gel on the outside of the same helmet, essentially. Right. right. I don't. I don't know why that hasn't happened. I feel like that's a good idea. I'm. I very think it's a great idea. The only question I have is: it too cumbersome? Is it too cumbersome to have? I don't such think a heavy, it would be heavy head. I don't think it would be do. like uh, like a baby. You know, when a baby's head is too big for their body and they're just you know just falling all over themselves. Is that I mean, what's gonna happen? I don't think so. I don't think it would be it would be a thin layer. They already put it on the inside. It can't be that heavy overall. I like it. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. We yeah. saw how we saw how picky Antonio Brown was about his helmet. He basically oh my God. retired. Oh my god. What a fucking, fucking thing. <laughs> he should have retired at that point, honestly. Like it would have probably worked out better for him. I think but, he's trying to get help now because he is definitely just I mean, probably from getting hit in the head without a soft bro, helmet. Fontes Perfect gave him gave him uh what the hell is that disease called cte yeah he gave it to him man he gave it to yeah. him i think twice is it a disease or more of like a condition 
disease or condition. I feel like it's more of a condition. Like it's condition. Not, I like condition. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so police violence still pretty heavy in the news. Uh, transition from hell right there. Oh, yeah. um, and I was just on the shark article was on Fox news and I just saw on the right hand side there that there is a allegedly an increase in shootings since New York city took away plainclothes police officers. Yeah. I mean, what's the, of that? What's, the what's the connection? Well, you don't have, you don't have detectives out there working the streets, I guess. When did they take away plainclothes police officers? It was like last week, I believe. What was the reasoning for that? Um, I, th- I don't know. I don't. Right? What's the reason? I don't really agree with it. I, I mean, would say I if think- anything, you take away uniformed officers. <laughs> if you have all the cops being plainclothes, then no one knows what you know. Everyone's just doing their thing, and then if bad stuff goes on, no one, you know, then you could just stop it. Yeah, everyone's just more I, in their I, element if everyone's in plain clothes. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand taking away the plain clothes. I don't think you should go all plain clothes either. I think you no, know, kind of like so. what I'm just before. saying, it would yeah. be weird. I just don't get the logic of that. No, no, because um, you need plain clothes. Like you're, you're gonna have a a cop just show up in uniform and be like, all right, like I'm here to sell you some drugs. Like that's not good. <laughs> hey, listen, I know you could clearly see I'm a cop, but I promise you I'm dirty as hell. So yeah, just, let me just trust I mean, me. Just let's just do this might, deal. <laughs> that might actually work. Oh, I'm sure it works. It, like I'm sure that happens in real life, but <laughs> sometimes, you know, if it's a first time thing, you're probably going to be a little more weary of it. This guy comes up to you. He has no references. <laughs> His resume looks just haphazardly pasted together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I uh, I just got big news. Good news. Great news. Big, good, great news. Okay. Coal, Coal Creek Golf Course um, in, uh, well, outside of Seattle. Okay. Just got a free round with some buddies. How the hell free do you round. handle that? Uh, my buddy, one of his friends who is over at a, I think like a, a dinner party slash just hanging out sesh, whatever. Um, he hosts a lot of dinner party things. Anyways, uh, the girl works at Newcastle Golf Club and uh, she said we could have a free round of Cold Creek. Just because. Yeah. Take me with you. I mean, come out. We're going to do it on Wednesday, I think. I just told you I got my uh, first eagle ever the other day. Yeah, that uh, it's big for so me. I mean, it's tough because I feel like this might turn into a little bit of fish, a fish tale, um, because no one else saw it. There's no other. There's no witnesses. I don't care. What Did do this even happen? What do I have to lie about it for? For the story? Eh, it's not that good of a story. It just I mean, makes yeah, me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> what uh? What was the what was the par four? What was the yardage? What are we talking? Par five. Par five. Okay. Okay. Par five, four hundred ninety-five yards. Second That's shot. That- second shot went long over the green, and I had the chip wow. in for eagle. Wow. So you had some bombs though. My drive was nice. My drive was like two ninety-seven. Damn. I don't even. I. That's it, a drive. That That's hole though. That hole helps. I always kind of kill it on the hole because it it. The once it starts to roll, it goes a little bit. There's a couple of hills that it can kind of take, 
So if you hit it good, like I can get an extra 15 yards out of that. Yeah, that's still a good. I mean, that's still a very good drive and nice oh, and straight I hit it, for that long. I hit like it that. really well. Yeah, it was on the screws, so to speak. I did. I did. Do you think the term on the screws actually comes from golf? Because I think it, it does. does because it does the because old, you're right. Exactly. The old clubs, when they used to have the wood faces, they literally would have to screw them on. Yes. Yes. And that makes sense. It's weird how that's kind of like a baseball term, though, because there's never been screws in baseball. As far as we know, I don't know why there would be. Well, I would think that if you screwed, I would think if you put some screws in a bat and hit a ball with it, it might be a harder surface and launch that thing even further. Yeah, yeah. But they would never need screws to make a bat, right? It's just one piece of wood. No, yeah. And they just have steroids to hit the ball further, so it's fine. Yeah. Baseball's fucked. Baseball's fucked, by the way. Uh, the proposals sound so bad, dude. They could have had baseball. Spring training could have been happening right now. Should have been happening right now. Should. I mean, it's the owner. The owners have just fucked themselves. They had an opportunity. Like, what's, what's the other? The what's the other game in town right now? You have like right that couple was couple random game. UFC fights. You have golf, and you have uh, uh, the, like the Belmont Stakes today. Oh, I um, love the Belmont Stakes, dude. Yeah, but that's one day. They, they oh, can't no, do the Belmont Stakes. There's no team sport. There's nothing consistent. There's nothing else going on. You could be the fucking talk of the town for the first time since what? Like, but why, 19, why is it? 98? Why is it just the... I'm asking because I literally don't know. That's what I've heard that. Why okay. is it mainly the owner's you fault? A, it's mainly the owner's fault because their whole goal They've d- crunched the numbers and at about like 50 games or so, that's when they don't lose as much money for they kind of break even as far as like paying the players a prorated salary okay. and not of- having fans gotcha. like the amount of money that they're going to have to spend okay. and the amount of money they're losing by not having fans and all this and like the TV contracts obviously going to they're shorter because there's less games anyways. If they only have it at like 50 games the way the the contracts are prorated per game played, they won't lose money. So um, I would guess that I, one of the things, right, is that there's an expanded postseason this year and next year, right? At least this year, believe, for sure. I'm pretty sure that's in those proposals. Obviously, I haven't right. agreed on anything yet. Because well, baseball makes 90% of their money in the postseason, too. So, okay. And so if you're a team that's even remotely competitive towards making the postseason, I feel like you want in on that because you get postseason bonuses anyways. And now that yeah. it's expanded. So I, I'm guessing that the teams that are putting up the biggest think about it are the shittiest teams, which sucks so much that you have it's the like, player. The teams aren't putting it. There's. The, the owners, owners are sorry, on the board. Owners. I, I mean the owners. The owners well, are on the- board either way. Like they just want, they want the less games in the most postseason. That's all. The, but the all players the want the opposite, that. right? The players want more games so they make more money. Yeah. And it's like a fair fucking season. So Which it's not some, fine. like right. 40 game season. And so now the big issue is that, so they agreed uh, in like April, they're going to, they were like, all right, we're going to have fair good faith negotiations about this when we like when it's realistic that we can actually start these things up and all sides agreed. They agreed on like prorated salaries and stuff like that. And everything looked good for baseball at that point. Now fast forward to the last couple weeks or so. And the owners have not been having good full faith. They're only giving their 50 game proposals. The baseball players are pretty consistent at like about 72 games, 82 games, half a season or so. Um, yeah. which I think it's probably fair. 
Um, you're losing that. half your salary as a baseball player at that point. I mean, that's especially, you know, the big dogs, your Max Scherzer's, Bryce Harper's of the world are going to be fine either way. They could never play again and be fine. But, it, you know, the smaller, smaller players, you know, first time rookies, stuff like that. I mean, this counts a lot because you probably weren't making a lot of money before this. You're probably making next to no money because minor league baseball contracts are just well, the, minor, the minor leaguers are getting killed. They're getting hosed. They're getting They're killed. Getting I hosed. know some of them are out doing. I know one of the Yankees guys is a DoorDash driver right now. Yeah. Well, you have to. I mean, you got to make yeah. ends meet. I mean, a exactly. lot of these, if you have kids or you have a wife or you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whatever, like you got to make ends meet. So, so um, my assumption then is that if it, from the ownership standpoint, the guys who are pushing back and refusing most more than in the rest of the owners to that are staying steadfast in their 50 ish games or whatever that is, are the shitty teams, which is the most frustrating well, part of all. Yeah, because they have no the chance of the postseason, so they don't get well, that extra also, money. They just they also probably are the owners of the least amount of money, so they they're have the, the stingiest or just the stingiest billionaires, mind right. you. So they're either that or just the stingiest, right? Like the A's, the A's are notoriously yeah. stingy. Yeah, you know. Well, uh, well, it's like I the mean, Clippers too. Back in the day, when Donald Sterling was the Clippers owner, he was rich as fuck. Yeah. But he was just a cheap fucking asshole who didn't care I mean, about winning. He just wanted to bilk it for money. It just it depends on the, the, the specific owner. And I'm sure you have some franchises where the owner te- is, is not, you know, in the top half of wealth. I don't think the Red Sox owners are that wealthy. No. Overall, I mean, in terms like of their net worth. But John Henry and win. Tom Warner are the main ones. And mind you, Tom, how did Tom, I'll ask you if you know, how did Tom Warner make most of his money? I mean, it just sounds so easy. Time Warner? <laughs> nope. It is The Cosby Show. Ooh, that's no good. <laughs> no, no good. He's a big television producer, but yeah, he uh, he also uh, 100% knew about stuff that was happening with Cosby and even was planning on producing a new show with Cosby ew. while this shit was fucking ha- like while the sh- shit ew, was in the end. Bad. Bro, no respect what, for Tom Warner. No respect. A lot of times, people to get that what that successful that much money, they work hard. Don't get me wrong; they certainly work very hard, but they don't care what it takes. Their ethical boundaries are, are oh, it's almost it's at, limitless in some cases. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I think it, it's just it just happens over time. Once once you get a little success and you cross a little line, then you're going to go willing to go a little bit further to get a little bit more, and so on mm-hmm. and so forth, and then mm-hmm. you're fucking. Producing a fucking documentary about Bill Cosby when he's on trial for being a notorious raper. It was going to be another show. It was going to be essentially as him as I think like the grandfather. And it would be at the Cosby show, but he's the grandpa now, essentially. It's even creepier. What a terrible human being. Jeffrey Epstein, too. Terrible human being. We were talking about him earlier, which is why I bring him up. Um, Yeah, we were. And the uh, infamous Bill Clinton blue dress painting that was in one of his uh, Jeffrey's homes, which is so probably creepy, one of dude. the weirdest uh, things ever commissioned. Like he paid sure, someone to do that. Make sure you post that link. Make sure you post that link. So yeah. I, I read here the clip for that link. It says the painting launched, you know, whatever, a fuckload of conspiracy theories. The artist says he had no idea Epstein owned it, which is still equally as creepy when you think about this painting was just made. For who knows, or maybe the guy just made it. And yeah, yet somehow what? Epstein went out of his way to procure it, right? 
That, that just shows right. just how creepy this fucking guy is. And probably Bill Clinton too, right? I think he's creepy. I would say definitely right? Bill Clinton. Because you know he's creepy. Bill Clinton knew about that. Why did the, there's so many why did the artist even make it? Definitely was paid to do it by someone and was probably Epstein. The artist is probably just trying to like yeah, skirt any relationship he has with him, I would say. It's so creepy, dude. I watched that stuff on Netflix, his little documentary. It was an easy watch. Well, it's a hard watch. I'm just trying in terms of time. It was it was two days, two hours a piece. Yeah, but it was harsh, dude. It was harsh. My girlfriend saw it. She's like, all right, let me pause it for you for a few here. You walk it off. You're stressed. It was hard to watch. Yeah. Take it. it, it, There's so much. Yeah. my, My thing was like, if someone made a movie about this sort of scenario that someone that was that rich and that successful and well-known in all those circles was doing all of this and came so close to getting caught or had all these people victims and, and, and net got away with it for so long. It's unbelievable. You'd be like, this is the dumbest fucking movie. Okay. This yeah, would never unbelievable. happen. Like, this is happen. so stupid. And it's been going on this whole time for decades. It's insane. Yeah. It's fucked up. It's insane, and, and and you know that's not the only instance of it now. Like after saying that, it's no. very apparent that this shit happens all the time, and it's just so easy. And sadly, the people that are hurt the most are are voiceless, you know. So it's yeah. it just goes Super on and voiceless. on. I mean, that leads right into like Chris D'Elia and his uh, recent coming out as a terrible human being. Mm. And the craziest thing about the story to me is, do you have any knowledge of the show You? Yeah, my girlfriend loves that show. I watched bits and pieces. That is essentially about a comedian who takes advantage of younger women, younger girls, really. Um, uh, Which Chris didn't write, but somehow landed the role of a lifetime. It is his life. The only difference is that in the show, he drugs the girls. Like, yeah, How dude. Central casting nailed that one on the head. Just to be fair, like let me say that never, never, never liked him. Never liked him. It was too much for me. I I mean, it wasn't my, never, wasn't my type. I've actually, I don't know if it's just people saying it now because he's such a scumbag. I haven't spoke with anyone that actually liked his comedy. I don't know. Oh, anyone. I know a few people that are obsessed. They think that they think it's really? hysterical. Oh, yeah. I've never. I very unfamiliar with his work. Um, I remember weird, you know, he comes off as just a weird, odd, well, like he is a weird, odd well, we know, no, like, he yeah, but he like just that. seems like, like off, off like that. Like yeah. he's off. Uh, hopefully he's canceled forever. Hopefully he ends up in jail. I don't know what jail. Yeah. Jail's like, the goal there. Yeah. Or prison. Really? I guess jail would be jail's not enough incarcerated. Let's just settle with incarcerated. Yes. That seems, that seems like the proper way of going with this. Um, but yeah, it's just, I find it so amazing. Like it would have been one thing if he wrote that show, um, and wrote the role for himself, but like he didn't, someone wrote that and just found the absolute perfect fucking guy to play it. Who literally lived that life. What do you think? They must have heard a rumor, right? Maybe, maybe it was just a rumor. It was just like a just a very floating out there, out there you rumor could, that was no, that was so ups, un, unubstantiated at the time. You and can't. Like, eh. I mean, or maybe can't. it was his agent. Maybe his agent heard that. It was like, oh, maybe, maybe he'll be, be really good. At- yeah, yeah, I got a great role for you. <laughs> this is right up your alley. Well, good. I guess you know the good thing is is that people are more and more comfortable. 
or confident speaking out. You know, that's the yeah. best thing about it. Well, I think social media helps that a lot because it's not. Uh, I think part of the hard part about speaking out is that your face is out there. You have to do all the, and you don't know you who's going to hear work. it. You don't know who's going to listen. This is much easier to get attention of a mass number of people, which is excellent. on the same side of the coin as that. Though I think there's a lot of people who tell fish stories, so to speak about some of their, I, they want to be part of the story when realistically they aren't. And I, yeah, I'm sure that happens. It's hard. There was, a, there was an article in the Washington post uh, just last week and it's 3000 words. Um, two people wrote on it and it's about a party that took place in 2018 where it was essentially all of the Washington post elite and their friends. And, you know, just like a, you know, a little fucking elitist party. And one of the women that went there, she dressed up as Megyn Kelly. This was right after Megyn Kelly was on Fox news or something and said like blackface was like common in her youth. And like, that's not a false statement because it was, and you shouldn't wear blackface. But first thing that it happened, like it wasn't. And I think some people there's uh, people like fucking uh, the Jimmy Fallon who have been in blackface or uh, Howard Stern. They didn't do it from a place of racism. They did it because the role they were playing was a black person. And it's it. It wasn't done with bad intentions. It's just something you can't do because it's bad to do. Um. But anyways, I mean, this lady went to this party and dressed up as Megyn Kelly, had like a business suit on, had a little name tag that said, hi, I'm Megyn Kelly, and wore blackface to kind of make fun of it. And two and a half years later, this lady's writing a post, like a 3,000 word article about it, how it's like haunting her still. And it's like, well, I mean, I didn't live this. I don't have these opinions, but I'm pretty confident in saying like, you there's no way you're losing sleep out of this about this still there's no way no chance you're just trying to be part of like you're just trying to take this george floyd story and make yourself part of the narrative which i think is fucked up yeah I, it's hard i mean that's the same thing with like some people say i'm not saying that i agree that i'm sure it does happen though too like when we're famous people get accused of like a bill cosby or something if someone if, if someone just said yeah he got me too like, yeah uh I, I believe every single person you know I, i'll believe them until i have a reason not to believe them but at the same like you have to at least do a, i guess a little bit of digging i guess no yeah i believe them i just think you should there should be questions asked about anything everything yeah, it's, hard. it's hard anything should you shouldn't be afraid to answer questions if you are willing to go out there and say this happened to you. I think you should also be expecting questions. I would, I would have, if I said, Hey, my fucking, uh, I was sexually assaulted as a youth and people were like, I say who it was, whoever it was. And people were like, no, that's not what his character. Like you need to like provide some facts. I'd be like, all right, well like, yeah, I'll have that talk. If I, and I know that's gotta be hard. There's a lot of hard things to do, but if you're going to like, if you're going to say these things, I think you should, have to um oh well that's what it takes i mean if anything's really going to come of it if this person's going to get in legal trouble you have to you know testify and, and yeah and, or 
or at least file an official report and do all this stuff. So yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that happens. It's just, yeah, I, you know, it is hard, but I think, yeah, no, no, no. I think that's the, the, the course. And in that respect, I think that's a good thing. You know, you got to follow through with the actual course. Uh, yeah. And it's hard. Yeah. I, th- I th- but I guess I don't think if you should be a celebrity, when people are asking questions. If you're going to be a celebrity, you have to know, like you're like, you're under a, a, a major microscope and things like this could yeah. happen. So just set yourself up to have such a good reputation, which is why it's hard being a celebrity. Everyone's like, oh, I want to be famous or whatever. Everyone thinks that they could, would like to be famous. I would hate to be famous, dude. I would love it. I, I would stupid. be an absolute asshole to people, but I would love it. I would love yeah, it. You get in trouble. You get in trouble. You be like, an asshole to the wrong no, person. I would get in trouble. No yeah. doubt about it. No That's doubt like, about it. I would say the wrong thing. I would. I would not be. Uh, it wouldn't end I would well not for be you. What advertisers look for all the time. It would. I think you'd be look. a bad. You'd be a bad famous person. I. I uh, stand by that. You're a bad guy to be famous. I would be a bad. Yeah, I bad am. Bad guy. Opinionated. I tend to speak my mind sometimes, and especially I find in myself, and it's. I think it's a personality flaw. I don't speak my mind when I don't know people because I'm kind of scared and like a people pleaser in a way with new people. Right. And I think that's one of the worst, the worst things about me because I should just be honest, um, in my opinion. Well, and I hate, I do it. I do it. I, I hate that I, I do it. I understand that. I'm kind of the same way too, but it's not a bad thing per se. You know, you're, you, you got to be comfortable too. You don't want to say something to someone who you don't know, who maybe takes something the wrong way, even if you are joking or something. Yeah. You know, I, it's all right. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right to play it safe. It's better to play it safe than to, to say something to, you know, fuck something up. I don't think comedy is ever going to be really the same after uh, um, people are just taking everything so seriously. Now we'll take stuff seriously, but, but yeah, I mean, it's a serious time right now. It's a very it serious time. Comedy though. I like, yeah, comedy. I think comedy even has changed from, you know, 20 years ago. 25 from years ago to now. Five years ago. Oh, yeah. It's changed a lot. It's changed a lot. You look at when we were maybe like high school age, the word, um, I don't know, uh, the word. F- oh, yeah. Like y- people would just rip that out all the time. That's <laughs> like South Park did some stuff on that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually, that's why I bring it up because while uh, we can get to this later, but I went to Ikea today and I was building furniture and I actually watched that episode of South Park oh, today. Oh, wow. Wow. That's why I bring it up. And it's like, I think it's an f- it is a fun word to say. And I think, like a lot of words, it's undergone a lot of meanings over time. And I think it's unfortunate that it has such a negative connotation towards gay people. Um, yeah, but because it does. It, that's where it's it at. Does, now. It that's that's it where that does. word is at. Does. So I know it's so un- you got to stop it. Stop it's it. Such a good word to say. I mean, <laughs> it, it I would say the definition, listed. in my opinion, of what should be is just someone being an asshole. That's fine, but that's not what it means now. I know. I know. Well, so it's just you just take it. You got to take it. Sorry, that word's retired. And when it was fun and you were saying it or whatever, there's probably someone in school who was gay. You didn't even know they were gay. You Yeah. Well, I never the thing about it is like I never I never deeply meant offended that way. Them. Never meant it. I'm just saying so me, that word. I know. I'm just I'm just saying too like to me that word never meant anything about gay people. But it I'm just saying always- that's that's what it was and that's how people take it. So I get it. Like I get the why that word is out. Yeah, I'm but just saying that, the phrase. Said, the phrase "fuck you, you fuck it" just flows so well. 
uh, it, it was a nice, it had its moment. It was a fun little time when you're in middle school or something, you know, it was, no, but just, it's done. It's done. We got to let it go. I'm making Learn a decision now. It. I'm going to, I'm going to bleep out all the times I used uh, the word and uh, it's going to just, I'm just adding extra work for me, for myself. Say, <laughs> excuse me. Just say, just say chode instead. I like the chode. Uh, chode's not bad. It's also okay. It's, it's not as, yeah. it's not as, you know. I think it like comedy, emphatic. like K's are funny. F is such a hard sound. It just, that's why fuck is such a good word. It's just like, well, F is such a hard sound. It hits. Going back to comedy. C's are soft. There's still, there's still some great standup that's coming out now. I haven't seen stand up in a, a little long different. time. I love stand up. Really I love fan. all the stand up. I like going to live shows, um, which obviously hasn't happened lately. But like, I, I don't find myself ever watching stand ups on um, like Netflix or whatever. It's just not for me. It's fine. Like, I'll laugh if it's on. If someone puts it on, I'll watch it and not complain. But I, it's not, it's not going to be something that I ever put on on my own whim. Oh man, I love it. And, and there's still stand up that that's you know raunchy or dirty. It's just not like offensive you don't have to say anything that's like offensive or, or stereotypical you could be making fun of yourself you could be making fun of uh, of e- even if you're making fun of things that are like voluntary like people maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm not whatever and I, I can't specifically think of a reference but if you're a, a comedian who's fat and you're making fun of fat people like that's a thing it's not like anything you're just fat it's all right if people make fun of that it's yeah. okay that's okay. I I agree. I'm in a hundred percent agreement. My argue, I just think it's it's just a joke. That's I, their job. It's to make people well, laugh. The thing. It it's just people... a joke. Everyone should know it's a joke. Like I don't think these people are being serious about anything they say. If they're bringing up stereotypes, they're making fun of it. They're pointing out how they're pointing out how it is stupid to have stereotypes by making that joke. And stuff I think like that. I think comedy is 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 like either an observation or, or, uh, or a hypocrisy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You're poking fun at just, yeah. It just, just go with it. You know, and if you're offended, that's okay too. Be offended. You don't have to watch. Watch You don't have to watch it. Exactly. That would be my biggest takeaway is, you know, it's not, I don't think the people making it, I mean, there are some out there, but I think most of the people making it, they're not racist people. It's an art. Comedy is an art, man. And they're on the same side. Like they don't, they want equality for all people, all human beings. Um, I would say more times than not, comedians are very liberal people, right? It's just that their comedy is, is they, they just try to make people laugh. They say shit that a lot of times most people laugh at. If you're not one of the people that laugh at that, find a new yeah. comedian. Yeah. Or yeah, just find something else. It's okay. All right, that just about wraps it up for part one of Another Week with Matt and Rob. Uh, great first half of this episode. Excited to be back. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Another Week with uh, Facebook, YouTube, all that good stuff. Find us, follow us, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast source, whatever that may be. We'll be back on Wednesday with the second half of this episode. Talk to you all soon. And, of course, we love you.